Hey everyone. Today's episode is going to sound a little bit different. I got called into overtime at work, and so I'm here at work and away from my typical microphone that I usually use. So it may sound a little different, but still, hopefully you guys get the same value out of this episode as the other ones. Uh, I wanted to start off by saying first, thank you for listening to the show. I was reviewing the numbers of the Ignited Firefighter podcast the other day, and we've surpassed 35,000 downloads. I'm really humbled and just incredibly amazed by all of this, and I'm honored that you all find value in the things that I'm sharing with you. This all started because I wanted to provide something that I never had when I was trying to get hired into the fire service. Resources. Even now, whether or not you're trying to get hired on or you're currently on the job, I want to provide you with all the tools, the resources, the conversations, and everything that you might need to become a more capable and better firefighter. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about the things that it took me to get to this point, to get this job, as well as the things it takes for me to keep proficient at it. I see it more often than I'd like. I see people who get hired on and then they stop dead in their tracks with any kind of progression. Now, I'm not saying that everyone needs to promote. I'm not saying that you all need to promote to engineer or captain or whatever. If you're happy in your rank of firefighter, then that's great. There's nothing wrong with working your entire career at the rank of firefighter. However, there's still progress that can be made at that level. Become a person of added value. You can still earn your paramedic cert. You can earn a college degree. You can obtain a unique specialization like TRT or HAZMAT. What I'm saying is, you should always be taking steps toward improving yourself and becoming an asset. In the spirit of that, in today's episode, I'm going to go over three practices that I've incorporated into my daily routine that have helped me get the job of my dreams. I share these things with you to give you an idea on how doing something very basic, repetitively and consistently over time can result in big rewards. You are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want in your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a brotherhood of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss can be applied by professionals everywhere. That being said, let's light the spark. 
All right. Like I said, I'm going to go over three practices that I incorporate into my daily life that have helped me get the career of my dreams. And by adopting them, you can work toward becoming the firefighter you'd want showing up to your emergency. These practices may be simple, but that doesn't mean that they're easy. As you keep consistent, they'll become easier to do over time. However, there are still times that I fight against myself or struggle to find the motivation to get these things done. It's in those moments where you push through and adhere to the standard you said you would and get the things done that you've made promises to get done. That's integrity in action. Every day is a battle. A battle not just to maintain a standard, but to work toward achieving a new one. There are people out there right now working toward that standard that you are hemming and hawing about. So take action, own the day, and move toward your goals. Here are three ways that I do exactly that. Number one, perform physical activity every day. If you aren't performing some form of physical activity every single day, then you are setting yourself up for failure on the fire ground. It's as simple as that. Whether it's running, lifting weights, circuit training, walking with a weight vest, working with a weighted sandbag like my buddy Nate does at Phoenix Fire, whatever it may be, perform physical activity. Now with my clients, I say that they should start with at least three days of physical activity a week. This is a very basic and small step that you can take in order to build a lasting habit. Get your blood pumping. Get your lungs working. Get sweaty. I can guarantee that if you do this, you'll become stronger in body and in mind. If you dedicate yourself to this small but impactful practice, then as a natural byproduct, you'll build a stronger mental discipline as well as a stronger physical presence. Honestly, regardless of what area in your life is presenting as the biggest challenge, doing physical activity will help you work through it. Even taking a walk. Just take a walk, get your body moving, and work through the things that are weighing you down. Personally, I prefer to do my cardio in the morning and my strength training in the afternoon. That's not how I'm saying you should do things. I'm just giving you an example of how I do things. Also, when I say perform physical activity every day, I'm not saying you have to work yourself into an exhausted state every day. What I am saying is that you should move with significance every day. So for example, I take Sunday as my rest and recovery day. Recovery is just as important as exercise. So it's important to make sure that you treat it as such. So even though I may be in recovery mode on Sunday, I can still move my body. I'll do things like yoga, stretching, or take a walk around the neighborhood. Move your body. If you haven't incorporated physical activity into your life every day, then it's time to make a change. Number two, learn new things. What's the body without the mind? To me, the answer is nothing. Think about it. Those poor people who are in a coma for years, their bodies just laying in a bed without any kind of mental presence whatsoever. To me, that's no kind of life. And yet, people choose that symbolic state of being when they sit around and waste opportunities to learn new things. Not only that, some of these people would even ridicule those who would make efforts to be productive and learn something new. How ridiculous is that, right? I've said it before, and I'll say it again. 
there are two things firefighters hate, change and the way things are. That being said, in order to progress as an organization, you first have to progress as an individual. Learning new things is the key to unlocking a bright future of possibility and self-reliance. As you learn more things, you'll be less reliant on others for information. I'm not saying that you shouldn't rely on other people. We need to be able to converse with others and learn new things from them. We need to be able to share perspectives. And keep in mind, it doesn't have to be something incredibly grandiose. You don't have to go from zero to 60 and start with attempts at earning a doctorate or learning how to play classical piano. And even those things take steps. Take small steps. Start with reading a book. Read about something you don't fully understand. Maybe even listen to the audiobook version of it. Listen to podcasts like this one. There are a multitude of different types of topics that I go over on this show, and I do that for a reason. Pick one of those things that you aren't familiar with, or pick one of those things that stands out, and give it a listen. Don't just read or listen, though. Apply what you've learned. There are so many other great podcasts out there that speak to every different type of preference you can imagine. It's really quite amazing. If you're into making sweaters for cats, I can almost guarantee you that there's going to be a podcast out there that tells you how to make sweaters for cats. I'm tempted to Google it after I record this, but <laughs> I'm afraid what that might do to my web browser. Um, I've got shelves and shelves of books at my house. So many, in fact, that I've had to get some of those little librarian cards to hold them all. I'm not saying this to brag. I'm telling you this to encourage you to read and learn new things. And like I mentioned, it's not just limited to reading books. There are so many programs and online courses out there that provide incredible opportunities to learn new things. Something that I've recently jumped on was a free online course for learning the ins and outs of photography, camera and setting selections, how to frame a shot, how to use lighting and exposure to construct a shot, all of that cool stuff someone has spent years learning and refining. And now that person is offering a class on all that they've learned. So why not take advantage of it? What sounds fun to you? Look into that thing that's been on the back of your mind for years and take action toward learning more about it. Number three, the discipline of denying yourself. You've probably heard me say this before. Discipline equals freedom. This saying comes from Aristotle, ultimately. He said, through discipline, there is freedom. You've heard Jocko Willink say it, right? Discipline equals freedom. He's, in fact, built an empire on the idea that discipline equals freedom. I'm an obvious subscriber to this ideal because I've witnessed both ends of that spectrum. I've witnessed my father succumb to alcoholism due to his lack of discipline. And as a result, he lost his family. He lost the woman that he loved. And for several periods throughout his life, he literally lost his freedom by being put in jail for a good portion of it. Exercising the discipline of denying yourself offers you the freedom to live the life you want based on your righteous desires and not the addictions that would have you in figurative and literal chains. If we don't restrain ourselves enough, we won't be ready for when the true test comes. Self-discipline and self-mastery 
are the keys to standing your ground and being a person of integrity when the time comes. If you tell your interview panel that you'll be ready to do the job physically at a moment's notice, then you'd better be ready to perform when the time comes. Too often do we rest on our laurels and slip into the mindset that we'll be able to perform in spite of our lack of physical fitness or nutrition. But remember this, we don't rise to the occasion. We sink to the level of our training. Keep that in mind when those thoughts slip into your mind that would have you think or do otherwise. One of the ways that I practice the discipline of denying myself is working out. And that relates because I'm denying myself resting time, if that makes sense. I'm denying myself that time on the couch, that time in front of the TV, that time eating chips and queso, which is like one of my favorite things. I'm denying myself that and I'm replacing it with something more positive. I'm denying myself the things that my body naturally wants to do. It naturally wants to be comfortable and sit at home and relax in a cool environment. That's what it wants to do. I'm denying myself that by going to the gym and working up a sweat. I use my gym time as a way to work through the negative thoughts or experience that I've had building up either over the course of the day or over the course of my shift. It's a way for me to close the world out and focus on breathing, movement, and control. And these elements are the foundation for building a life of significance and accomplishment, breathing, movement, and control. There are things that we may be having physical difficulty in accomplishing or pushing through. And most often we're told to just keep breathing or breathe through it. By doing that, we're focusing on a small element of accomplishing something bigger. Thoughts without action are worthless. You can think of a great new program to incorporate at your organization, but if you don't take actionable steps toward implementing it, then it's worthless. The control that I focus on when performing movements allows me to practice that focus that I'd need to control myself on the fire ground or in a heated exchange with a crewmate, for example, or even a patient, right? We work with people from all walks of life and we don't always agree on things and that's okay. They say not to talk about religion or politics in the firehouse, but we all know it happens. And sometimes those are the best conversations I've ever had at work. Regardless, the control that you exercise in anything you do will translate to other areas of your life. Another way I practice the discipline of denying myself is that I fast, at least once a month. I do this for several different reasons. A. It's a way for me to practice active self-discipline and hold myself accountable. B, there are numerous scientific studies that show periodic fasting can have health benefits. And C, I take the money that I'd use toward that meal and I donate it to charity. That way, I'm not just making a sacrifice for sacrifice sake, right? I'm not just checking a box. I'm being productive with it. I'm donating that money to someone who could use it. If I miss a meal, I'm not going to die. But if someone gets a meal that may need it, it might just help them not die. Guys, don't succumb to the weaker version of yourself. Exercise your body, your mind, and your self-discipline. As you put these practices into action, I can guarantee that you will see improvement in your life. Put me to the test. If you're sitting there thinking, yeah, right, how can he guarantee that? Don't believe me? Put it 
to the test. Put your money where your mouth is, be a person of action, and don't just be the armchair quarterback. Take action. Put these steps to the test. You'll be glad you did. I am super excited to launch the Ignited Recruit Academy. Registration is currently open, and the six-week online program starts this Monday, June 8th. During these six weeks, we'll go over all of the ins and outs of working toward getting hired on with a fire department. Again, I know a lot of you are already currently hired on, but for those of you who aren't, I'm giving you an opportunity to have something that I never did, an insider. I didn't have anyone in the fire service that I knew that could help mentor me. In my efforts to pass the torch, I've built the Ignited Recruit Academy. We're going to go over things like interview strategies, what to expect on typical written exams, and how to physically prepare yourself to be successful in passing the candidate physical ability test. Plus, there will be some exclusive added value to those who sign up. So, if you're looking to get hired or you know someone who is and would like some insider info, this will be a great opportunity for that. You can go to www.ignited.wixsite.com slash recruitacademy or click the link in the show notes. As always, thank you for listening to the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. Please subscribe and share these episodes with someone who you think should hear them. As we delve deeper into these topics, we can come together and help each other learn and grow. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. One way you can become more directly involved is to join the Ignited Firefighter Podcast Facebook group. This is where we as firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and dive deeper into the topics discussed on the show. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be Ignited.